Welcome to Tech This Way. Alright, anyway. Hi, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so, you know, I'm trying to figure out how we got connected. Uh, was it just a, a message out of the blue? I think I've always heard of you. No, not I think. I've always heard of you. Oh, okay. I always know of you. And I think we have mutual friends in the ecosystem. Yeah. People who... Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, um, we did uh, try to work with Etika or Maybank a few years back for DCSR under Girls in Tap Malaysia. Ah, okay. Are you familiar with Nadira? I am, yeah. Yeah, Nadira Yusuf. So, she's uh, a friend and a client. No, maybe the... <sighs> Impact for Humanity, is it? No, her current company... Oh, KidoCare. KidoCare. Yeah, like, no, so she... Um, Are you going to be using her services? I I think I will. Right. I will definitely. But And on top of that, they are a client. KidoCare oh. is a PR client of ours. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, let's go a little bit uh, about your own history. Yeah. You know, as far back as you want. Can, uh, can. It's actually a very interesting story. Because IOLI Communications was born out of the entrepreneurship ecosystem. Okay. I have always been... First of all, I was a bit confused with the name. IOLI. IOLI, okay. So, it's like iPhone, iOS, IOLI. Okay. It is a combination of my children's names. It's Isaac, Ah, Olivia. When it started, I had them. Now, I have uh, soon to be four. I have three and soon to be four. So yeah, the 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 letters came from their name okay. like combination. Uh, I've always been a comms practitioner. So I've been working with uh, a few agencies, creative agencies, PR okay. agencies, mm. combined agencies. Um, in 2015, right after I gave birth to my second child, I was having a tough time as a working mother, working in an agency as a as a with my with a newborn is not. It's not easy. And I think all the... To do anything with a newborn. To do anything, actually. But to work for an agency, that kind of lifestyle we agency people have was almost impossible. Mm. So I resigned. I thought I wanted to do something else. I did something else for a bit. Uh, Money was a bit tough because Mm. I've always been earning good bucks from Mm. working with agency. And Nadira, who I met when I was still with another agency... um, Magic. So when Magic was first, so you were with Magic. No, I was with the agency who serviced Magic. Oh, service Magic. So okay. when when um when uh, MOF started Magic mm. under the former KSP, mm. I was among the servicing team for Magic. Ah, okay. So I met Nadira there during grade twenty fourteen, the first grade. Okay. In Magic, mm. uh, I met her. We uh, get acquainted. And then after that, in 2015, when I was doing something else, she, I met her at uh, an event. Then she asked me, hey, you still do PR? And I said, yes, yeah. I can. Because it was like, because I, I've always been a PR person. Can. Okay. And then she said, hey, you know, I have this project that's happening soon. I really need PR. Right. I, then I, can you do it? Can. I said, can. Didn't even know how to build people, you know, that time. Because I've, I was not born as an entrepreneur. And then I got on board. Then only I realized it was for one AES. I see. It was crazy. That was a big one. It was one of the biggest gigs yeah. I've ever done. Actually, it was the biggest. Yeah. It was a seven-day satellite events, three locations. Uh, the PR exercises, the media relations was massive. You know, it was crazy. Hmm. So that was my first gig. Okay. And I was alone, a freelancer. Wow. I had help from my former um, employee when I was working for another agency. And then after that, I thought, eh, boleh buat duit ni, you know? Yeah. And the people that I met during 1AS started contacting me. Um, friends from Cradle, from Magic, MDAT, so many friends from the I wonder if we met during 1AS. Should be lah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Because I was, you know, at that time based in uh, Etika Twin Towers. I see. Um, so definitely lah, and we launch uh, the soft launch was at the Twin Towers at the at Etika, Twins. Etika Twins. Yeah. 
that was two months before when he asked the actual date. So definitely met lah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought that. Huh, I really? know. I definitely know you. It's just that we never really refreshed the. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a break from your history a little bit. Yeah. And and do a bit of definition, right? Because you're jumping between comms and marketing and PR, right? For yeah. for me, it was like okay, I thought <laughs> PR was always crisis. Send somebody there to 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 recover, right? And marketing, marketing, and comms and comms. Correct. So what is, yeah, the okay. technical definition of the three? This is a, this is a topic that I really like. I like the most actually. We've got time. We've got time. Those were the days huh. when the marketing people, creative and advertising people, PR people were so adamant at drawing a line between marketing, creative advertising, and PR. Okay. okay? And I came from that generation. Okay. But today we can't afford to have those lines anymore. So what were those lines before? So marketing is definitely marketing, right? Okay, creative advertising is creative advertising, which you as a service to marketing, lah. Uh, as right. a service, it's a paid version of marketing where you actually buy slot spots, airtime, billboards, and all that. And the people who are in this line or this type of agency need to creatively come up with contents, materials, collaterals for their clients. Okay. Marketing is the usual lah, you know, the traditional ones, where you it can be as simple as double flyers, uh, road shows, campaigns, ground and like okay. activations, and right, all that, right? right? And then there is PR. So for PR, those days it was majorly um uh focused on media relations. So yes. when you say PR, it has to do it must. Uh, it must be media centric activities. Mm. So when you have a press release, send the PR. Press thing. release uh. um, to have an appearance on TV, radio, mm. uh, to do a press conference, mm. anything that has to do with media. Okay. And then today, we f- we still fall back to those three pillars. But what I do, what we do is called integrated communications. So okay. that's why we sort of change to instead of PR, is more. Uh, the word that we use is communications. Right. Because when you say communications, it integrates those three pillars that I mentioned. Mm. Especially now, the fact that we live in an era of social media. Mm. Then there is that so, another one, digital marketing. Correct. So is that PR? Is that marketing? Right? Yeah. Can, so so it's kinda, today we always, mm. if we are to educate someone, the word PR is here, sitting as an umbrella. Okay. Uh, and then under PR, there is all those branches of things depending on what the client wants. Huh. Okay. Yeah. But there was also, okay, so I guess when I look at PR, there's two views. Like one is from an organization standpoint internally, they have a PR department. Uh, corporate comms. Ah, corporate usually comms. Usually that's the term used, yeah. And then externally as a service provider, then you have your PR service. PR agencies, agencies. providing the okay. PR services for organizations. Okay, so I guess these two worlds work together. Lah, they, they work really closely together, that's right. Mm. Okay, so now let's go back to your history. Now that I understand what you mean. <laughs> um, so 1AES, yeah. your biggest project ever. Yeah. This was 2015. End of 2015. Hmm. And then after that, um, people started contacting us. Then we thought, okay lah, buat press release, do press conference here and there a bit. And then it somehow became a business. But before that actually, so when AS was over, needed to get the payment, they couldn't pay to Yan, right? So right. they needed to pay to 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 a business entity. Yeah. So I I remember that day when I was like, oh, okay, what to do? Don't know what to do. Don't uh-huh. know hate and tail and all that. And the payment master was asking us, you know, you go to SSM lah, KL Central, just register something. So I did. I registered something under uh, enterprise. It was what eighty ringgit, seven something ringgit. Yeah, some, just I, I can't off the remember. shelf kind of yeah. company. Yeah, and I used Ioli because I had another line, a nursing friendly corporate attire line for working mothers that was called Ioli Malaysia. So I just pick up that word mm. Ioli, and I turn it into Ioli PR agency. Oh, okay. <laughs> And that was that was. And it was you solo mio lah at that time. I was solo, yeah. And right. then the other um the um there was Anis. Anis was following me around, and so happened she was with MOF. Then her contract ended. She was not a full time. She was a contract hmm. um servant. And then she joined me without salary. We were working from Starbucks Jaya One all the time. Interviewed people from Starbucks Jaya One. 
the young talents refused to work for someone without office. So it was so difficult to get talents to join us. Yeah. Eventually, we got another person and we grew a little bit. After a few projects, retainer clients, we got a small office in Filio da Mansara. And the rest is history. And then we became a senior brahat not too long after that due to a requirement for a tender and for right. a job. Mm. And today, Alhamdulillah, we are doing re- really well, I must say, compared to some of our friends in the industry. Right. How yeah. big are you, are you guys now? So we've got nine full-time, full-time right. consultants and we've got um, other freelancers. We've got a pool of freelancers, especially for the writers mm. who work from remotely from mm. wherever they are. And then we have admin and at the back and okay. team. So it sounds like it grew quite organically, right? Again? So one AES, okay, like it was pre Aeoli. Mm. So Aeoli, Aeoli. Aeoli, sorry, it was pre Aeoli. Then when you got Aeoli, were there, did you have a, a vision of the kind of customers you wanted? Or was it just like, well, there's a job, I go for it kind of thing? How, no, it no vision, no mission. Today I am one of the mentors actually trying to grow a few aspiring entrepreneurs but the thing back goodness I didn't have anything I seriously didn't know how to run a business mm. I didn't even know what to charge how to build people right. I didn't even know that I needed a uh, bookkeeping it was compulsory for me to <laughs> do, do all any that audits and things. no mm. nothing and um well, my husband was working somewhere else then, and then I forced him to leave the his his other job to join me two years in because at that time we were doing okay already, so that he can help me look after all these aspects of business. Right, right. Yeah. So, but to be completely honest, I had zero. I was so clueless. I had zero um, knowledge on how to run a business. Mm. I got lucky because the services that we we provided to clients. Uh, were great and amazing. People keep coming back mm. to us. Keep making so it's like money. Word of mouth, kind of word of mouth. Right. Actually, it's a mm. lot of word of mouth for us. So, what kind of uh, customers do you service? Well, um, for n- we service all type of customers. So we have a a very interesting um, range of clientele. So we've got uh, ministries. We've been uh, servicing ministries, the government ministries, or the government agencies. Or the corporate sectors. From the corporate sectors, we have hospital, we have school, we've got um, fashion line. We have quite a bit of everything. Uh, but throughout the years, somehow because of our, probably because people have heard of us and the startup ecosystem have um, sort of accepted or rather learn about what PR can do for them because many startups, they want to mm. appear pretty in front of VCs, the money people, yep. right? Yeah. So the first thing that pop up on their mind is probably media appearances and all that. And b- due to that nature, uh, many of our clients are also startups. Okay. Yeah, today. We do still have the corporate and the ministry, yeah. the government people, are, but uh, a big portion of the clientele are startups. Okay. Okay. I'm surprised actually because... I didn't realize our startups here are so sophisticated to know that, oh, you know, I need a PR agency, right? Some good ones. Okay. And they're very educated. They're very well informed Ah. uh, about about how can they leverage on the power of PR to actually get their desired end results, especially the comm schools. So how can they leverage on the power of PR? So here I am, a new startup, right? My business model is not going. I'm not even collecting revenue. At which stage of a startup would you say, okay, you now should have some PR work um, with them? So I have to be really direct here. Startups should only um, explore PR exercises or should only come to the PR people when they when their house is in order. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so based on that, so when we say getting your house in order. Uh, it can be as simple as the website must be properly, um, the, the materials on your website must be properly curated mm. and approved. Not like mm. some, many of the organizations don't say startup lah. In their flyers say something else. Website say something else. 
company profile says something else. Yeah. Verbally, the spokesperson says something else. Yeah, yeah. So that is the complete no, the yeah. inconsistencies, right? So getting a, their house in order can be as simple as the websites, the write-up, everything is mm. in order. Mm. Secondly, their social media. Social media, though not many people highlight this, their social media must be ready to actually open their door mm. to the to the mm. media out there, to the publishing industry. Uh, if social media doesn't even have proper contents, consistent contents that actually paint a good picture of who they are, what they do, what kind of services, products do they have or provide, then they are not ready. And I think if I can give another example is the spokesperson, the the face who will be representing the brand. Is the spokesperson ready? Have mm. they decided among the two founders who is a spokesperson for the brand? Okay. And once they have decided, is she or he ready? Because in order for you to explore the PR exercise, that spokesperson at least should have some profiling done before. Lah. Mm. You know, he or she has spoken at a summit or at a podcast or somewhere before. Mm. Should a media Google Yan Lim as mm. a spokesperson? Who is Yan Lim? Did she just graduate uh, fresh from uh, a college and founded a mm. startup? Does she have an impressive background? So these are the things that VPR people really care about. Okay. Okay. Other people might debate and say it's not important, but for us, if you want to um, embark into the journey of PR and um, use PR, leverage on PR, leverage PR to actually grow, then these are a few things that you need to get done and be ready um, in the aspect of getting the house in order. Okay, so you... Do you help to get the house in order or do you wait until they're kind of settled before you jump in? Some of them that we've worked with, if we have trust in them, when we have trust in them, we know that the business model is solid, the spokespersons are uh, easily trained, media trained. If we see that kind of value from the beginning, even though they are new, then we can work with them to get them ready. Mm. Um, in another situation, we would prefer that they get their house in order mm, first. That they have some idea. Of, yeah. Or, or not just idea, but they actually have a bit more stability. Yeah, like, that's correct. Because do. we have actually tried. In, um, in the past, we have actually tried working with some of them who said, Tapa, we we are very into we are very we are very uh, gung ho about what we are doing and all that and we can definitely get things uh, in order within the next few months so we trusted them and worked with them so there were cases in the past that you know when they are not ready it, it led to another problem um, we PR people needed to constantly educate them about PR so then it will be another problem they don't understand at, towards the middle of the engagement, they started questioning, so what is the value of PR? Hmm. What is the value of PR? How come it's not increasing my sales? Hmm. So usually sales is always the question that they ask. Yeah, lah. Yeah. And it will lead to that. And it will be difficult because it's difficult for us to really work with them, work together as a team to really hmm. uh, achieve their desired comms, uh, desired end results if they are not sure whether they believe in the power of PR or not. Okay. Yeah. So the PR comes after the companies have established their their brands and their product already. La. Correct. Do you Ideally actually not. help them ideate that as well? So let's say I'm a totally new startup. Mm-hmm. And then say, hey, Yan, how should I, how should I, what color should my company be? Eh? Uh, you know, okay. there's this kind of branding kind of question. Do you help that with them or actually that's something you work with? We can. We people? can help okay. by uh, connecting them with the right people. Okay. Because branding is not our, our it's not our thing. Right. We don't provide right. branding uh, So it's the PR of the companies that already have their branding established. Yeah. And all that, uh, okay. Usually, uh, they will have their own um, brand identities ready, uh, all the right. donation right. ready and all that. Right. Then only they come to PR lah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not much actually. Usually, those are the things that supposed to be done by by them. But we also understand that many of them they didn't see that they didn't, they needed to do that. So they were very busy raising funds and mm. all that. So we do actually work with some of them to actually mm. get there. And when we get there, then the PR exercise can be kick off. Okay. Then back to your question just now, right? Where some companies would actually question, so why do we need PR? Eh? 
So why do you I need PR? So here here I am as a startup, right? So okay, like a bit more lah, right? Maybe two years down the road, I've got some traction. Business is doing okay. Mm. I've got my posts and my social media posting and all that, right? Mm. Things are okay. Ah, uh, okay lah. I've got my team doing the marketing and socializing already. So why would I need somebody Typically, like you to come in? Typically, um, a startup will see the value of PR or will see the need for PR when they are. Uh, there are a few situations. Hmm. First, when they are trying to penetrate into a new market, okay. they are trying to grow into uh, a neighborhood country. An example, right, right. okay. So let's say I'm here. I want to go to Philippines. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Or two, if they really need to raise funds and get attention from a VC or or investor, or just want to raise funds, so hmm. they want visibility. Hmm. Because the thing about raising funds, visibility isn't enough. You right. need to actually enhance your credibility, build the trust. So what would be different if they had done it themselves? Okay, so let's take the first yeah. example, right? So I want to go to the Philippines. Yeah. So why do I need PR? I can just send my team over, we'll go check it out, do some the similar marketing branding exercise in Philippines. Okay, right? you can do that. Uh. You can do that. But uh, usually a traditional marketing exercise is just traditional marketing exercise, correct? So you actually would engage with your stakeholders, mm. clients, correct? Mm. But um, people who would see the value of PR are the people who see the need to target uh, the larger scale of their audience by leveraging on the media. Okay. Okay. One media, so that so means they would, they want to appear or uh, on a local TV station in in Philippines, an example. Right. Okay. Or they want to appear in a specific section of a specific newspaper that they know is being read by the Minister of Economic uh, mm. Affairs in that country because they're trying to collaborate with that ministry mm. or with that organization. So that is very specific, lah. This is a very ideal situation already. But most of the time is when they uh is as simple as whatever that they can do via marketing can only reach very niche uh audience or market, and it takes a long time. While when they are le- when they allow us PR to help them to achieve that through uh media by leveraging on the power of media, then it can actually speed up their process. So that strategy, is that something that you help them with? So here I am, and I want to go to Philippines. I go, hey, Yano, what, what should I do? How do I get out there, right? Or do I tell you, okay, I want to appear in. Uh, it seems like you know this newspaper is good there, and then please put me on. As an so integrated comms, we actually plan and strategize with them. Okay. So we don't. We are not just uh, doers or executors. We don't execute and implement things. Execution and implementation usually those were the days when you work with an organization who really terror already they have really good corporate comms and all that. Mm. In our situation now in Ioli or even in Malaysia, uh, PR agencies need to do quite a bit of everything, from really sitting down. Uh, the minute they say that they they share their they want to go into a new market, an example, mm. or to launch a new product. Mm. Don't say penetration lah. Launch a new product. Then we will come in straight away and we will see how we can fit in PR exercises into their existing marketing plan if right. they have. Mm. If they don't have, then we will uh, strategize it for them and advise them to do that. Okay. Business development and marketing. If they don't have a team yet, we will ask them, you have money or not, to actually engage uh, a marketing exec, two of them or whatever, to actually take care of the in-house part. Where we from the outside will help you achieve this and execute this and all that. Mm. So, our, whatever in whatever we do, we always have a plan. Right. Very strategic plan. So, at IOLI, we make sure that we have this comms plan um, properly Plan out and curated uh, based on their own business roadmap. Then we marry it with PR roadmap, and then usually it's quarterly done. So it's like an Excel sheet. What are the proposed activities? Hmm. What will what kind of objective will it achieve? Who are the target audience? <coughs> Each of the activities will uh, achieve. So it's very it's very prim and proper hmm. because we don't 
we we are not the kind of people that should do things blindly. Oh, okay. Oh, you have something to announce this month. Ah. Okay lah, let's do press conference. We plan ahead. We curate the press conference. We mm. make sure we tell the clients, hey, you know, uh, Q3 uh, is very important for you that you launch something. So then their in-house thing will come up with something and then we will actually inject the PR aspects to that, to that something. Does PR always include you know, a, a person, a face? With the with the company with the brand or typically, is it just oh, typically okay. it mm. needs a face, um because um you know um the basic of PR there 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 is this um uh how do I put it process flow where the first phase is always usually about the visibility creating positive noise about the the brand the organization mm. so activities that we will propose to actually do that will achieve that objective of creating visibility creating the positive noise. The first stage, and then as we go into the second stage, is about credibility, credibility, credibility of the organization of the brand, as well as the credibility of the people helming the the company, the, company. Mm. the spokesperson usually. Mm. And then after that stage is over, we are confident we will go into this stage, which is called sustenance, that we leverage on emotional attachment. Mm. So when we talk about emotional attachment, having a face is super important. This a face is where that people like to see, lah. Yeah, the face that people like to see, or the stories that people like to hear. Yeah. So this is where we really leverage on the stories of the spokesperson hmm. quite a bit, hmm. uh, on top of other things that we do, lah. Okay. You know, if say for example, Amran used to uh, be a, a junior exec here and there, and from there he really he climbed the corporate ladder, and now what? The, the kind of stories that mm. will appeal and entice people to read and then somehow it will create um, subsequent emotional attachment to the brand just because we are talking about Amran mm. as the founder. Mm. Mm. So it can, or it can be the other way around. Okay, two questions before I forget. <laughs> Number one is how do you, how do startups especially, lah, right, um, engage with you? Because it sounds like this is not a one time I've got, like you say, like, I've got a press conference, can you just, you know, arrange for me? But, it's kind of a, a long relationship that you have to build, mm. la, right? And therefore, for a startup who's kind of fairly new, you know, funding's kind of tight, mm. like, wow, this seems like a big commitment to have a, to engage a PR agency, isn't First it? First of all, we are really not expensive. We are so cheap. Okay. okay uh, I mean, bad. cheap is relative. Okay. Cheap is relative and also it sounds bad also. That's, um, and don't say uh, you bring value to the companies <laughs> like, okay, yeah. okay we usually the way we sell it is <laughs> the way we sell it is you still need a marketing department mm. two people two staff yeah. uh, uh, relatively experienced exec would cost you about 3,000 plus salary okay. correct then you need a manager and then the manager yeah. if you don't have 5,000 plus 6,000 you cannot mm. get a manager lah, right? so You're, 10k lah, let's say for marketing 10k already mm. so our, our fee is around that and for we do what? Per engagement? Per month? Per per, okay. So, we can do project basis and we can do retainer basis. Hmm. I don't advise people to do project basis unless they really can't afford to commit to retainer every month. Hmm. Of course, as a business person, I want people to retain me, right? So, you have to understand that part. Yeah. But beyond that, retainer is... Retainer will allow us to really be part of their team. Hmm. We can strategically think for them, plan for them, with them throughout the year to really achieve what they want to achieve. Mm. As compared to when they they want to save money or they can't commit and they can still engage us per press conference. Hey, Ayan, I have really I have this announcement that is really newsworthy. I think I've invested into another startup and blah 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 and all that, and I want to, media to write about it. So we can either propose them to engage us to write the news release and disseminate it out, mm. which we don't really, I have to I have to put a disclaimer here, though it's possible, we don't advise. We don't advise that. Because we don't know them. We can craft because we are good PR people. Right. But the value, the core values, the everything that can be 
done better if they are a retainer client of ours it's not there because mm. we just got engaged yesterday mm. right yeah. but we can do lah so you would know them and with that history you can really yeah it's a completely different news them. release you know um, mm. it will be a very different version of news release if it's a project basis and a retainer basis but mm. we still do many of them they can't afford to retain us so we do news yeah. release dissemination for them or we can also say oh okay this is really newsworthy Uh, news release, I'm afraid that I can't really guarantee the pick-up because come force media to pick-up. So, we will propose a press conference and mm. they can afford to do a simple press conference event with the media. So, we will actually invite the media and then we prepare the press kits for them, writing everything for them. On the day itself, we manage everything and then we monitor the coverage. So, that is also considered as a project. Mm. The other type of project basis is campaign basis. They just mm. want to engage us for three months. Uh, so we can do that right. as well. So for three months, usually it's not per activity, one activity only. Like it can be a variety, uh, a, a series of activities throughout the three months. Mm. The second way is a retainer. Second mm. option, which is the most preferred. Mm. It costs less because one press conference will cost them quite a bit already because we're talking about, it's like an event management and also ensuring that they have media coverage. How much is a press conference? So a press conference, range. a good press conference can range from 10,000 to 15,000. Wow. Yeah. And this is to get all the newspapers and TV people. Yeah, newspapers, lah. online. Uh, Actually, these days, news. Is, there, is there still value for newspapers? And yes. TV? There is. Many people ask whether print, uh, print media is still relevant. It's huh. still very much relevant. Still very much relevant. The value, in fact, the value, the PR value for print media is still very high. Okay. Because we can't assume that everyone reads online, what? Mm. And plus, they have their online version anyway. Yeah, right? and they so, can still yeah. publish it, uh, duplicate it on their online portal. Mm. And um, the value in print, well, uh, in short, there's a lot of value in print okay. now. And then radio TV, is it radio TV also still very relevant? Yes, mm. because now what appeared, what came out on TV or radio will actually be reposted and reshared by them on their social media, on their website as a podcast. Mm. So there's a lot of uh, repetitive or duplication of uh, eyeballs there. Okay, what about the new stuff like? Uh I don't know, YouTube influencers and, you know, those kind of programs so that, on, on YouTube. That's something that we do as well. Mm. So, remember I mentioned about how PR stands here and under it is a pillar of uh, marketing, uh, creative, mm. uh, mar- uh, digital marketing and media centric activities. So, the digital marketing falls under that. Uh, the Sorry, influencers engagement falls under digital marketing as well. Okay. So, we uh, at IOLI, we work really closely with many KOLs or influencers or Insta famous key opinion leaders. So, where, you know, their opinion matters. Okay. Lah. okay. Whether they are actually an industry player or leaders or whatever. Or I think it's... To be completely honest, people misuse the term KOL. Okay. You know, you are famous on Instagram, suddenly you are a KOL, KOL. just because you are influential. Lah. Yeah. But the term came from those were the days. KOL was supposed to be for those people who really matter. We are talking about a political figure. Right. We are talking the about an industry and player. Of That's the correct. Okay, okay. Yeah, but now it's being used even for yeah. Insta famous. Lah. Okay. So we do work with them. Uh, for a short-term campaign or one-off shout or a long-term campaign, we we do that as well for our clients. Okay. okay. Actually, I wanted to ask the the fact that with media these days, the intermediaries, I mean, people can go direct, right? You don't need, because people can come up with their own channels, their own podcasts, their Controlled own Controlled media, yeah? they can, yeah. Right? So why would you even, why would they even bother going through A PR agency. Um, the, not PR agency. The, those channels. Media. The media, right? Okay. Where they can actually go to their customers directly now, right? Yep. So, that is a major change that happened especially and it was escalated uh, during this pandemic especially. Hmm. Um, it was already there prior to the pandemic but during the pandemic as we are all aware Uh, many of us consume everything online, mm. right? On social media or online portals and all that, websites, uh, YouTube and all that. And because of that, it has escalated this, uh, this thing that we call citizen journalism. Mm. Where you as a netizen, as a citizen, as a layman, uh, 
can actually share uh, opinions, news, information and all that or can even um, tr- uh, translate or transform your own social media pages into a vehicle of information. Mm. Correct? So you're right when you say that if you can do that, why do you need media and all that? Mm. So I... Um, because I have... <laughs> I need to be ethical in this. It's actually a combination of both. If you only do on your controlled media without the media media or uh, without leveraging on publishing industry, I I want to say that the outcome won't be as great as if you combine both. Mm. Because an example, eh, I'm going to give you an example. You have all these contents on your controlled media, on your own media and all that. Good. Your audience see that, uh, the chat, uh, social media chatters see that. What if you really specifically want to target this uh, specific person or organization? It can be VC, it can be a collaborator to get partnership or whatever. Mm. And that people will actually see more, uh, will actually see that you are a credible brand and organization if only you appear on uh, mainstream media. Mm. It it makes sense, right? I mean, if you appear in the age... Okay you lah, have so to be somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. If you get interviewed by Frida Liu on BFM, you mm. have to be somebody, right? So mm. that is very... The mm. credibility factor that you cannot get if you are only appearing on your own controlled media. Mm. Controlled media, what? You can mm. just curate whatever yeah. you want. You can invite yeah. anyone. I wonder how... At the end of the day, you're playing to the audience, right? Um, and I wonder how... Because the audience now rely more on controlled media for that credibility as opposed to the traditional media, mm. that over time, even that kind of credibility now falls on the more digital channels, right? Mm. So, oh, if you're not on YouTube with your own channel, then you're probably not as credible, right? It yeah. doesn't matter that you appear on the edge or not, but what? You don't even have your own Twitter handle. Yeah. Right? Can? I wonder if it, it's going down that it, path. Uh, right? It is. I think um, I, that's the reason why the PR industry, we are also adapting to the new norm. Mm. Uh, new norm is not just <coughs> the safety SOP wearing mask and all that. In the the new norm that we're talking about is here is really understand the value of controlled media and see how we the agency people can actually add value by uh, by leveraging on the controlled media mm. to show that hey you know okay fine you believe in the controlled media more uh, than the publishing industry than the media media. How can we come in and add value? Because you will think that you can do yourself. So we've been doing that quite a bit. Mm. And we've been even putting together talks among the PR people, um, the practitioners, the comp practitioners on how we can do that. We can add value. It's been tough. uh, But I think we're getting there. Yeah. Two stupid examples. <laughs> One is, so does it mean that, you know, helping your customers come up with a viral video, is that a, yep. a, a, One a of thing the to things. do, right? Yes. Yeah. Not stupid at all. That is actually, in fact, on a daily basis, I can count how many people will come to me and say, Yan, I want a content that can make us viral. Yeah, right? So, yeah. that's become one. The other one is, I was just thinking about, if I was a new Nasi Kanda shop, mm. I would... You will have to join. You have to appear on the Nasi Kanda Hunters group on mm, Facebook. Yeah, right. Because something that's where like we that. all go and yeah, or and on out, right? yeah. on this Instagram food food something I forgot. Yeah, something like that. That's why yeah. when that's why when we educate people about PR, it's not always media centric activities. Mm. People always think that. Ten years ago, maybe yes, but now PR is a combination of ground activations, of viral activations, yeah, right? of influencers' engagement, yeah. of uh, controlled media contents uh, creation and curation. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, I wanted to actually then go into a bit more of the juicy details. Lah. So now that mm. you've been out there, right? um, two questions again. Number one is the differences between the startups that you engage and the more traditional larger companies, right? Mm. what are the needs for these two and how different are they? Mm. And then the second one follow-up to that is when you go into the startups, okay, give me some of the good ones and the especially the bad ones, the bad PRs that you had to rescue. Uh, mm. kinda, so kinda that's crisis it. management. So yes. those are two different services. Huh. First question, the difference, major difference between mm. um, a, a larger scale organization versus startup is usually the organization is more educated about what PR can bring to them. Mm. 
the value okay. that PR can bring to them. So our job as PR people uh, gets easier because we don't need to do the educating part, but rather really put all our squeeze our juices and spend our efforts to actually uh, plan, strategize, and execute for them. Hmm. Startups, the uh, whilst for startups, many of them, not all, we need to do both. Planning, strategizing, executing, implementing for them, as well as constantly educating them what we are doing, why we are doing what mm. we are doing, and how it will actually help them. Mm. Many of them, when they came, they're very short. They really want startup, mm. one PR. One PR yeah. And the, usually, uh, the most famous line is, uh, I'm trying to raise funds and all that. I'm, I'm getting into Series A, blah, 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 and all that. I really want those people to see mm. us as credible and I want to tell my stories and all that. Mm. That is usually the the mm. popular lines. Lah. But as we go, they go in, pay every month and all that, even though they keep appearing in media or we get activations done for them, especially if the times are tough, they will keep questioning. So what yeah. can you, what, what are you guys doing actually? This? You know? Right. Why am I paying you actually? So that is the difference between organization, big organization and startups. Mm. The third situation is where the startups have people who used to work for big organizations. That's the best ever. Ah, that okay. is actually the so they best bring the recipe. Ah. Yeah. Com- is even better than working with big organization. Because these are the people who have who have tasted PR before when they were working for uh, big organizations mm. and they understand that. Mm. And they are easier because uh, it's easier for us to deal with them lah. No red tape or whatever. We mm. deal directly with the founder, with the CEO because mm. they start out what? If we work with organization, there's a corporate comms lah. There's mm. all the corporate affairs department people lah and 5,000 layers of, yeah, of approval lah. Right? Yeah. And then everything will be delayed a lot. Mm. So the third is always my preferred type of client. Oh, so that's an interesting advice, right? So for the startups that's listening, so... Over time, you might want to consider getting some of these. So, what kind of roles are they in corporates that they need to steal? Uh, actually, the fact that if they have an experience working, if their former organization uh, has hired a PR agency to do a PR exercise or a campaign or whatever, mm. if they were involved in some of the, those mm. exercises or projects, that is sufficient already. So, these would be people who has who are normally in marketing departments? Uh, corporate, corporate comms, marketing. It can also be BD, uh, the business development people, okay. or okay. from the CEO office. Right, right. Who has to deal with a lot of the external yeah, comms. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, okay. Ah, so the startup should, you know, consider getting these guys in as yeah. opposed to the more traditional marketing That's right. Even like. if they don't plan to go into PR or hire a PR, uh, PR agency, those are the talents that will actually bring um, amazing... Uh, a set of experience and skills and background because coming from corporate. Mm. Yeah, you can marry okay. it with the startup yeah. environment. Yeah. Actually, just now we, we, we I left off the second part. You said the first one was when startups wanted to go into new markets and things. The second one was when they want to do fundraising, right? Yeah. Okay, so can you go into that a little bit in terms of, you know... So that is the important? most famous type of clients, mm. especially among startups. Mm. Uh, because, okay, they're ready already. They've been in, in the um, industry for a while already. They have the money already. They, they know that... <coughs> excuse me. They know they can set, uh, set aside budget for PR uh, agency. So money will not be a problem down mm. the down the line because money is always a problem down the line if they force the budget. Yeah. So that's why we from the beginning always ask you have the budget ah uh, I I'm not desperate for this account. Yeah, yeah. You have to make sure that you have the budget for one year. Uh. Jangan later you you start questioning because you're forcing this budget. Mm. So <clears throat> so most of the time they have sort of uh, received grants ke <clears throat> the business that are profitable ke mm. and all that so they have the money. So now they want to go <clears throat> into a bigger uh, fundraising exercise. Mm. Or they want to go into another series, right? Hmm. So, it's very important. Uh, most of the time, I don't know whether you have heard. I'm very sure you have. You have speaking to so many of them. Some of the VCs, they put in the requirements when uh, a startup come to them to raise funds that they need to submit the media coverages, hmm. media clippings in, during the due diligence or something. Yeah, yeah. Right? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. right? So mm. it happens. Uh, it happened to some of our clients recently also from a Singaporean uh, VC. <coughs> so 
So in that situation, memang very obvious lah. Mm. They know that what they need. Yeah, so, they need to have had the the public facing <coughs> events right. and whatever lah. Okay. Okay. Uh, in another situation when VC didn't um didn't specifically put that in their requirements, but because they see their friends on Facebook, mm. Facebook is very. Uh, well, it is a platform where the startups actually compare themselves to mm. to the peers and all that. Mm. And when you, they see uh, other peers have appeared on BFM, on the H, or even on RTM or Banama and all that, they want that. Mm. They want that. So that's the second thing. Third is, in an ideal situation, it comes back to, remember I, mean, I talk about enhancing credibility, right? Mm. So is the trust on the the brand and the the organizations the startup and the people behind it and usually typically people would um relate that to having uh, appeared on uh, on the media and i think we have to agree that most of the websites that are out there for startups they have one <coughs> specific uh, page for media appearances yeah. yeah that means they see that they value mm. that and they want to shout about that mm. Is either for their VC or for mm. their stakeholders. Yeah, you see, normally it's just uh, press articles, you know, that they've appeared on, interviews and all that. Lah. So, I th- yeah, I think you're actually now that you mentioned it, hmm, people do put it as a, something to show, not show off, but just to, 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 sell, uh, to, to sell as well. Lah, yeah. Kan? Uh, no, and then I was, I was, it just occurred to me that PR actually does have a bit of a negative connotation, right? That, oh... These are you. You put in some spin masters, lah. Something's mm. happened, and mm. then oh, they've got really good PR to kind of cover it, right? Mm. Um. Oh yeah. What What's your your thoughts? Especially on, on when that? their house is not in order, and yet they want to do PR. Right? Then the yeah. PR people also because you pay me what, so I spin lah. I mm. am your consultant, what? So yeah. So this this spin thing, <laughs> it's right? It's very, it's very, yeah. it's very bad actually. Mm. So that's why, uh, for me, I always, always am. Uh, uh, emphasize on getting them ready before I start mm. any PR exercise. Because, you know, you can spin, you can go ring like crazy, say you want to do this, you are... Have you, know. you have you ever said no to a customer who's tried something? I always something do. You, oh, okay. I always say no. Uh, it, uh. it came from a place where I had to learn the hard way. Uh. Yeah, I where, want to know more. Yeah, well, we, it happened in the past where, you know, I was... Uh, new entrepreneur uh, I, I was no longer working for people and providing the services because uh, my boss hired uh, got retained by the organization when I started the business I was the business owner you know I mm. was I needed to pay salaries and all that so I was yeah. desperate desperate lah you know you need money what you need mm. to pay so people come whatever they are who they whoever they are also be took in the, yeah. in the early in early days <laughs> Well, uh, it wasn't pleasant. There, I think there was one or two where we really goring and all that, and then people realized people n- found out that that was that's n- not true. That was not true. Although, sorry, yeah, just on that lah. I'm sure you wouldn't lie. It wasn't a lie, right? but right. rather the pe- the clients say that they are about to achieve so and so, so and so. Right. An example that they re- they already have a partner to penetrate into Indonesian market in Q two. An example, mm. a very very solid plan and everything. So we got all the reading materials and everything. So we write a news release and all that, and then Q two or Q three came. That doesn't happen. happen. Right. Yeah, an example, right? So media start questioning. Oh, and then after that, it, it ruins our reputation as a PR mm. agency. Mm. So, that is an example. Lah. So, it wasn't pleasant. It's bad. We, memang, ethically, we cannot say things that are not true. Yeah. It's just that sometimes clients are so confident. And they have a client, what? They came to us, confirm one, got partner already, you know, got yeah. office already you and all that. just need to tell the world. Yeah. yeah, or another example is, I've managed to raise these funds and all that. Oh, wow a lot of funds and all that but in reality it's not true mm. because it's also for us a PR we don't have the rights to ask for documentation from them we have to I guess, trust yeah, you, them yeah, yeah. we you just have, have to trust, to trust them yeah. they are our clients after all right uh, but it's not it's not often lah mm, mm. people don't, don't I think now we don't face that anymore but because of that lesson I have learned to say no to people that I'm not confident. Either not confident with their credibility, whether they can achieve what they claim they can achieve, mm. 
or not confident that I can actually give them the deliverables. That means if I feel like not trying to not trying to sound condescending or what, or patronize people, but I can tell if they are newsworthy or not. Mm. Whether the spokesperson yeah. is not, people would actually find her charming, him charming or whatever. Mm. Cannot talk at all in front of people. Right. It will make my team's job very difficult. I will say no also. Right. But have you had to, in, in that example, you know, tell the, I don't know, founder or whatever, actually, yeah, your face not so good, <laughs> no. but then your co-founder is better. Can we use him or her instead? Have you had Not that way. Thing? Not that way. But I'm a PR person. I know how to phrase things nicely. Right. Uh, I understand, yeah. yeah but so in short, yeah, la, you, yes. you had to say, maybe yeah. you're not so, you know, the lighting is not good for you. Right? Now it's easy. Last time, I used to find it difficult to say that. Hmm. Now it's easy. You know the Korean series Startup? No. Uh, the the one that was so popular a few months ago, oh, okay. uh, startup or startups. Well, it's about the startup the because startups, they're yeah. in Korea lah, so they have some uh, somewhat their own Silicon Valley and all that. Mm. So, and the the main character, he he is not a spokesperson worthy. He's not a CEO worthy. So he was told off by his VC, you cannot be the CEO. You have to hire a new new CEO because blah 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 right, blah and all right. that. So now I use that as an example. example. <laughs> So it's okay. so much easier. Yeah. Everyone understand lah. Yeah. What would be it's true uh, though. It's oh, it true. is, right? Yeah. Although, what happened to authenticity then? Shouldn't shouldn't the public want to see the well, this this geek is the true face of this company and mm. I can't speak to save his nuts, you know, but but that's him. There's this authentic Then we have man. to work together to make sure that at least he is trained enough when he needs to speak in front of uh the media lah. Right. We have that as well. Of course, it's just that sometimes I'm also like I want things to be easier a bit, lah, right? Yeah, you know, enough. if I come across a client, wow, the spokesperson is so good already, he's media trained and can talk charming, pretty, some more. Uh, uh, so it makes life easier for you. Life easier, yeah. and the background is so impressive, some more. Mm. It's easy, lah, for us, right? Yeah. Because now we are in a place where we can say no, right? Right. Before they engage us. Okay. So not trying to isolate. We do have uh spokespersons clients and their spokespersons who were not media trained, who we work really hard to train and at the end of the engagement turn out to be fantastic speaker, mm. very media friendly. Mm. Yeah, we have that as well. So this media training is something that you guys do as well? We do. We do okay. only for our PR clients. So we don't provide media training per se. Mm. There 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 are companies out there who only provide media trainings. Uh, uh, basically, they work with former uh, veteran journalists to uh, to get a perspective from the media and all that, and mm. and then they train people a day, half day, or that kind of things. Mm. For us, uh, I used to do that, but it takes a lot of effort. It's like a production house, you know, because you need to shoot to show them how they speak in front of camera, that kind of things. Mm. And sometimes you need to train a lot of them. So now we focus only on our clients. Or the politicians. Mm. So quite a bit, quite a bit chunk of our income comes from training politicians. politicians. Okay, and doing their PR for them as well. Eh? No, we don't. Uh, okay. Some of them we don't do the PR, but we train them or one off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I wish more people would see the value in getting media training. Hmm. Most of them don't. You know lah what they are capable of saying in front of the camera. Can although as a as a as a citizen is good lah. At least we see the truth lah. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, but VPR people are we. Oh my god! Why he just said? You know, you know. Can ah, I can imagine, right? Yeah. I mean, even as general public, you like what the yeah. heck are you saying? Not eh? trying to be lancy or arrogant, you know. But oh my god, takkan your comms people, you have a an army of stuff. Yeah. You know, put together talking points before appearing in front of the media, lah. You know that kind of things. We do that, lah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess coming back to the startups, then. Um. So what? Are the challenges, you know, beyond them not appreciating the the value, right? Mm-hmm. Or they're not gotten their house in order, right? So the ones that's actually engaged you guys, what are the funny stories that you can share in terms of, you know, oh my God, this PR thing, I, I can write a book out of this. I can write many books. A few challenges, I think. Okay, one of them is when they don't have a proper team at all. Hmm. They claim that they are big. They raise funds here, there, and all that. Uh, they look like they are penetrating into the market and all that. But the truth is, they don't have enough manpower. 
I'm not selling the idea of having a big team in order for you to look successful or be successful. I don't even have a big team. And yet, mm. I have a very effective team. Mm. But you need to have people to do a few things. And there are people who really don't have manpower, the right manpower to do things. No matter how crazy our ideas are, how fantastic our ideas are, if their in-house team cannot support our ideas, mm. because sometimes we need to require data from them to... Mm. to As simple as to confirm things, review documentations, and if you don't have a proper team, it makes the PR job uh, very is very difficult. Mm, mm. That's the first thing. Second is when they don't do anything else, just because they hire a PR, they don't do marketing, they don't do business development. Basically, they don't do anything, and they they expect you they to expect do all that for them and churn out results in terms mm. of marketing. So we are not marketing people. They should come up with an idea of collaborating with people, ke, coming out with a promo and whatever. That should be under their marketing department. Mm. We complement it, but if they don't have that, for us, the PR people. How many media out there that we can constantly pitch and secure an interview if there is nothing new to announce about this mm. uh, startup mm. or company, right? There is no substance. The first stage easy lah. The first three months because baru start a PR exercise, so it's very easy. So that's an introduction who the startup ABC is, yeah. and what they do, you know, yeah. they, whatever. After third month. We we also need some form of contents and substance to sell to the media because we're talking about PR pitch, a free pitch here. Mm. We are not doing media buy. We are not buying the airtime mm. or sports with the media. Mm. Although, of course, many of our clients, we as part of our advisory services, we do advise them to set aside money for media buy lah. Ah, okay. So that's yeah. interesting. So from the media side, pula, right? Mm. So you've got you say media buy and some are. Um, newsworthy enough that the media will want to turn up, lah. Yep. Right. So I guess for you to arrange that, you must have quite a good network with those guys, lah. Mm-hmm. To, to have that. So, you know, if I I'm uh, running a PR company, lah, next week, right? So it's a bit challenging, lah. If I all Unless, I know is Karam yeah, If I'm running, cuma kena lah. Karam, <laughs> <laughs> kena Johan. Not enough, lah. Enough, I okay. mean, so that's one of the value media relations that you bring, lah, right? Yeah, because um, if you look at a uh, an established PR agency, usually the part the media relation is one of the big USPs that they will sell. Mm. Strong media relations. Okay. On top of that, you need to know how to curate contents. At the end of the day, the media, the people from the other side, they are humans too. Every day, they constantly squeeze their brain to come out with stories, right? Yeah, because their yeah. editors they want them to. Too, yeah. yeah, they have deadlines. Crazy deadlines, you know. I don't know how many articles they need to write per day. Uh, wow. Yeah, so when we come in on top of the relationship that we have with them, we give them really good contents. Uh, then that's how we manage to secure all these PR pictures. Lah. Okay. And compared to paid media, I just paid media lah, right? That well, one, you pay twenty five thousand, dapat half a page, yeah. and black and white. Whatever you want to put, you want to put your face there, and yeah, your yeah. second wife matter. next to you is up to you lah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But and then speaking of other people doing this kind of work, so it's been now you kind of stumbled into it, right? Five six years ago. I I well I stumbled into the i the in, the business aspect. I've always been a practitioner ah, my whole okay. life. But from a business standpoint. Were there? I don't know. It sounded pretty easy. You were there. Suddenly, you the customers just keep lining up. Were there no other PR companies out there, or is it you know they they just bad, or is it like a new market? What what's? Um, I think there are plenty of clients out there. Enough for everyone. Right. People say enough enough rezeki for everyone. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, I'm not putting this. Of course, you are talented yeah. and you you, <laughs> yeah, you bring value lah. <laughs> but you know the market for PR. Companies themselves was there. It's quite it, huge, lah. I'm okay. very optimistic. I'm very positive that hmm. there are plenty of clients out there. Hmm. Uh, there's more demand, lah. Still, there's hmm. quite a bit of demand, despite whatever that's happening, despite the economy downfall, despite the pandemic and all that. Hmm. There are still clients. You see, to be uh, uh, I, I wanna. In my effort to really be grateful with our what we have today. Throughout the whole year 2020, even though people were like closing shops mm. left and right, we were getting new clients, you know. Wow. And some of the clients we didn't even pitch. Wow. 
And these are uh, startups. 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 Huh? Word of mouth, hmm. or maybe it came from my lobbying effort two years ago. You know, right. That kind so of finally, things. yeah, finally they, oh, they want to do something. And during pandemic, you know, but of course, uh, uh, those are the they are in the industry that were positively impacted by pandemic. Ah, okay. Yeah. All these deliveries and yeah, logistics and, like and logistics, all that. Yeah. Wow. And I'm assuming that once you have these customers, and if they, especially if they're in a retainer. Hmm. Then they are always all long-term kind of customers, lah, right? Usually. So, usually it's a minimum one year, then they keep renewing lah, hmm. for retainer. We don't take too many retainers because we want to make sure that the results is good because um, there's only so much one consultant can handle, only so many accounts one consultant can handle. So, I'm, I, I made a promise to myself, being someone who work, used to work for people for many years, for ten, for 12 years before this, mm. who had to handle seven accounts at one time. Right. So, when I started IOLI, I made a promise I will never do that Don't to my consultants. Mm. Yeah. Because the results so what, not two good. two and three lah? Uh, maximum legs. three. Mm. Okay. Ah. Oh, I had a good question that I kind of forgot <laughs> now. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, yeah. It was a quite a good question I wanted to ask you. It was about competition. Oh, yes, competition. So, if you have a couple of startups doing exactly the same thing, mm. how do you manage, how do you handle a PR their PR? startup, is it? Yeah, no, no. Huh? You, so, your customers. Oh, conflict your cli- of interest. Yeah, conflict of interest, right? So, you've got, uh, you know, company A, company B. They're both doing exactly the same logistics, right? For so now, we don't actually take in... Uh, 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 a new account if we already have uh, an exact same thing uh, in our clientele. We don't ah, usually okay. do that. Not because we cannot do, but we are afraid that they feel weird and they don't want it because mm. competition, what? You know, and because everything, of course, we sign NDA and everything. Yeah. Everything is Of course, the Chinese PNC, walls and all right. that right, internally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just that uh, so far, we haven't actually faced that. Okay. We, memang, the minute we already have one example of uh, shipment uh, company so mm. we will not take another one okay, okay yeah yeah because I was wondering how you know so if I was you know Lala Move right mm. and then and I've got like this big stuff that's gonna go on right and mm. I'll tell you oh hang on it but you've got grab on the other side also mm. you know they might hear so I guess okay you've avoided those conflicts yeah, we so avoid far that la. La. we avoid that for their f- because well typically they will not want to ha- engage us it will not even happen you know Amran because when they are doing the due diligence about us before engaging us, they will ask. Show they ah, will who's ask. Your customers, eh? Yeah, who our customers? We don't need to reveal all, but the specific question is: any of my competitors yeah. among your customers, yeah. uh, your clients, or not? Then okay. we can answer. Then they will not engage us. But with and and so, but with that limitation, so maybe that's why there's enough business for everybody right Maybe. because everybody can only yeah. have that one PR company that's right if you have like in our ecosystem if you have about 10 um, Lala Move type right yeah. so you need then, at least 10 companies yeah. to deal with them right yeah, yeah. that's interesting <laughs> dynamics nice so we right? all share the riziki together what? yeah yeah that's ah, true hey okay lah so it's over, over an hour already Um, I guess the question then is moving forward mm-hmm. for you lah right so like Five, six years already, mm. right? You made your husband quit all and then join <laughs> you. So, you, the team is growing. Mm. So, what next for what next for Ayoli? Uh, in the short, uh, we are actually launching a new a new uh, service. Love. So, uh, for now, we, it's very premature to share uh, too much. But we are exploring a little bit more of creative communications. Contents curation and creation for our clients and new clients. Okay. Uh, the one that you asked earlier, you know, controlled media. Right. So, how Do are we... Do the viral video for people lah. Something like that. Thing. Because yeah. if not, we cannot survive what? If people are all uh, um, leaning towards that kind of... Mm. Uh, uh, that kind of visibility, then we have to adapt and run with the... Yeah. Uh, with the crowd lah. I mean, that's where the eyeballs are, right? So you need to. That's be correct. There. Mm. So we are we are forming a team very soon mm. to actually start introducing that to our existing clients first. Mm. And after that, we will uh, grow that 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 team, lah. Cool, cool. 
Okay, I guess final thoughts if for all the startups out there and the tech companies out there. Actually, uh, actually, I was supposed to wish all my sisters and women out there happy oh, International Women's yes. Day is today. Yes, you see, so I thought Day. I should take this opportunity to you know on this very special day that was specially created for us women, you know, to celebrate our our social, our economy, our cultural and political achievements, right? As yeah. women, a very happy International Women's Day. Yes, yes, happy yeah. International Women's Day. Yeah, so that's today. I wanted to do that earlier. Then it's just that I got into this very nice conversation with you and I forgot. But in terms of my last thought for the startups out there, startup uh, PR can really help you grow and we're not talking about increasing sales we're talking about growth in many aspects of uh, of business mm. but in order for you before you explore PR get your house in order first lah so yeah. that is my advice as a business owner I want all the accounts right because <laughs> they pay us but there's no point of getting a client if two months after then they start questioning and the educating world is actually a very tiring job for PR people. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And all the best. It's well, going to be a better you. year this year. I right? hope so. It feels like it, right? I feel but, like, you know, yeah. Let's hope we can travel for Raya <laughs> and for, you know. Raya soon. So Raya. let's hope interstate travel will be lifted. So. Okay, thank you yeah. very much for coming in. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, we'll connect again. You know, yeah, hopefully I hope come so. back in a couple of months and then see how the whole thing is. Yeah, mm. we can do that. Thank you. Okay. Thanks.